What's good, y'all? Welcome back to the Blessed Beyond Measure podcast. I'm your host, CL The Source. Thank you once again for tuning in to yet another episode. And today I have a solo episode, which I haven't done in a while. Um, as you've seen, I've had several guests kind of make their appearance on the Blessed Beyond Measure podcast. And before I go on any further, I just want to really shout out the people that have connected with me and have been a guest on my podcast and just want to thank you for providing the value sharing your story um being brave and courageous enough to get on this platform and speak your mind and share what it is that you have to offer um because it's oftentimes it's not easy especially if it's not something you're used to so thank you very much for um spending time and just uh being yourself I appreciate that. And um, moving forward, this episode, I really kind of wanted to just go off the cuff like I typically do from time to time. Y'all know me. I got some of these episodes that I just kind of enjoy making on some solo shit and just kind of get to speak freely about what's going on. Um, Something that's been kind of like a recurring theme in my mind lately has just been the idea of reinventing oneself so I really kind of wanted to get on here and speak my mind about what's been going through my mind and um in regards to that so um yeah let's get it started so um I guess when I when I say reinvent myself or the whole idea and notion of reinventing oneself um it it just kind of I think oftentimes when you think of it, it comes at at a at a moment of plateauing, you know, um, for certain people, and you know, you kind of have accepted yourself to be a certain way for so long that, like, you know, that that's just you, that you're not capable of changing, and you believe that, you think that that it's absolute fact, like, you know, you are the way that you are, and that it's impossible to change. And I have been in a situation several times in my life where, you know, I was kind of glued to that thought of just being who I was. I, you know, like my bad habits or some of my temperaments or the things that I was doing or just kind of being stuck in my career. And I kind of recognized that I was like, you know, plateauing, like I said in a certain, earlier, um, Meaning to say that I felt like, wow, this is, I, I reached my ceiling. And, um, you know, recently, not so recently, actually, kind of within this past year or past couple of years, I've really been sitting on the, the idea of reinventing oneself, like continuously, like just, just pushing the envelope, testing the waters, expanding myself in as many ways as possible, growing myself. You know, which is the whole idea, right? You know, changing, evolving. And I think that's what reinventing oneself really means is just kind of remembering that you're not, you know, just because you are where you are right now doesn't mean that you're stuck there. You might feel like you're stuck there, but there's always things you can do to move yourself forward, pick yourself up, resources that you can reach out to to help pull yourself out of there um, and get yourself to a better situation, 
and you know it's uh it, it's all within our grasp it's all within our power and i think that i forgot that sometimes you know when i was in that space where i felt that i was um i was kind of stuck i was kind of like you know out of space in my life where i wasn't gaining much traction there was not much momentum i felt you know uh like I was not going nowhere and I wasted a lot of my life um, with that type of mindset. You know, I want to rephrase that actually because I don't feel like I wasted any of my life. Like I want to I want to say that I have no regrets, um, even though I do feel the sense of regret. The thing that I've recognized is that I can't change time. I can't change what happened in the past. You know, I can't even even if I feel that way, what's done is done. All I can do really is kind of live in the moment now and think about my future. But, you know, my past is my past. All I can kind of do is try to make amends, try to pick up and move forward, challenge myself to be a better person every moment that I can be. And I think that is a a pivotal and key component to reinventing yourself. Um, For me personally... I've reached, like I said, several times where, especially earlier on in life when I didn't have much direction on what I wanted to do, I kind of just fell into the career that I fell into. I didn't want to go to school. School wasn't for me. Um, I, I didn't enjoy being in the classroom. You know what I'm saying? And I just had entrepreneurial ambitions. I had aspirations of becoming this super successful person at at an early age and you know when I reached lows I reverted back to my old ways of like you know numbing myself and partying and like doing stupid shit spending hella money like putting myself at, at risk and you know um I used to look at look back at that with so much regret and at times I do kind of feel that regret but now more often rather than looking back at those moments in regret I look back at like, damn, what what can I learn from that? You know, what does that remind me of? And, you know, what can I kind of like, how can I tap into those old experiences to help me with situations moving forward? Because what I've noticed is things tend to, you know, repeat themselves. You know, there are recurring moments in our lives. We are going to be met with situations that tend to seem familiar. Like, oh, I've been here before. You know what I'm saying? And. You know, it's up to you to either make the same decision that you made before or change your behavior, you know, change the way you respond to whatever's going on around you. And those experiences that I had in my past that I look back at with a a sense of regret, a hint of regret, those experiences could actually be like super valuable. And they are super valuable because what I've noticed is like, when I don't look at stuff with regret, like, oh, man, I wish I hadn't done done that. I look back at it now like I have that experience under my belt. And now that I have that experience under my belt, I also have that um, I've gone through it. You know, that feeling of I've gone through it. Now, could I have done something better? Yes. Now, when that situation presents itself again, I'm coming from experience. I'm coming from you know, familiarity of this situation. Oh, I've been here and done this before and I've practiced it and I, and I look at 
situations in my life where um, I, I know I could have done things better and I analyze it from a perspective of like, damn, okay, now I know if that opportunity ever presents itself again, I'm going to do better. You know, there's a saying <laughs> that I, I hear about or that I hear in hip hop all the time. It's like, if you knew better, you do better. You know what I'm saying? And and that's absolutely the case. And now that you've experienced certain things, you know, and I've experienced certain things and I've made mistakes and, you know, I've got that experience. I can then I can then take that experience and parlay it into the next experience and opportunity going forward and really just, you know, be better for it. I'll be stronger. I'll be wiser. I'll be uh, more resilient. I'll be um, less reactive and more responsive. And, uh, you know, these are all these are all key in reinventing yourself. And when you make the choice, when you make the conscious choice to reinvent yourself, say you get to a place where you feel stuck, you feel unmotivated, you feel like, man, why is this stuff happening in my life? Why do I feel like like so uninspired? Like, why do I feel like um, my life doesn't have any motion to it? That's because you're not doing enough things to make you feel alive. And I started to realize that more and more within myself, which is why I've like, I, I I jump at the opportunity now to do something different, do something new. Most recently, if you've been following me, I was I I, I had a small part in my boy Deanne um, Parker's role, uh, music video for OK OK, and um, he asked me to be to act in it, which I've never really done before, um, probably ever since I was a kid. And, you know, everything was improv. It was, you know, D gave me the script. D told me like, hey, this is this is this is my vision. This is how I want it to play out. And he was like, you know, you're going to be this. I'm going to be this. Sabri's going to be this. And, you know, Gabe, um, the homie, super talented dude that produced, edited and, you know, did everything for the video, um, helped bring that creative that creative idea in Dian's mind and his imagination and he helped bring it to life. Like, man, working with that team really pulled it out of me. Like, but I also realized like I had to pull it out of myself. Like since I haven't done it in so long, I was never into acting. Like I think the only acting I ever did was like in skits before when I was like younger in school for like projects and stuff like that. But you know, um, to be asked to do this after having not done it for so long, it was like it was going to be a true test. But at the same time, like it was it was asked upon me. It was asked for me. And I and I, you know, I felt compelled to deliver. And I felt in the moment like, man, oh, this is cool. I get to do something new, something different. It was exciting. You know, it, it, it required something from myself to pull within myself. Um, to to ultimately deliver on what was being asked for me, and uh, I think it can it turned out great. Um, I look at myself, and you know, of course, I'm looking at myself from a critical perspective. Like, damn, I could have done this better or this and that. But rather than beating myself up, I'm like, man, okay, I commend myself for actually getting out there and doing it. And you know, um, now you know. I can't speak on it too much, but I got some other things in the works 
And um, now I get an opportunity to really practice it. You know, like, okay, if I want to do better, I got to do the work behind the scenes. And, you know, it takes commitment. It takes, you know, the just the whole the whole act and idea of reinventing yourself. And, um, you know, it's a process. You know what I'm saying? I think everybody starts somewhere. And when, especially when it comes to reinventing yourself, I think it takes, you know, courage to, to leave, you know, what you feel like you've known for so long. You know what I'm saying? That familiarity that you have in your comfort zone, you know, reinvention takes that it, it requires you to leave either completely or sometimes temporarily that comfort zone that you've come to know and love in order to kind of live a life worth living i guess you know what i'm saying like i mentioned earlier like i, I feel like for so long i was dormant because i wasn't doing enough things that were making me feel alive it wasn't making me feel in the moment I was so used to the comfort and comfort is a drug. Comfort really is a killer. Um, yes, it feels good. It feels fucking relaxing and shit like that, but it's not requiring you to be your best. It's actually killing that part of your spirit that wants to do better, do more, that wants to expand, that wants to ultimately just manifest that ultimately just wants to shine you know what i'm saying and when we're not doing enough of those things that make us feel alive that's when we can feel dormant that's when depression kicks in that's when disease kicks in you know that discomfort is like it's like you're at dis-ease that's why they call it disease um so you know, I'm just at this at this point in life, like especially during COVID where everybody's working from home and sheltering in place and stuff like that. And, you know, um, I get it. It's it, it can be really, really hard to find the, you know, what it takes to, to kind of like live your life even during this crazy time. You know what I'm saying? It's a very scary time. I'm, I'm well aware of that for many people, but we must not forget that we're only on this earth. For a limited amount of time. And you know. I'm not saying go out there and be stupid. And do whatever you want to do. I mean if that's what you take from it. Go ahead. Um, because I personally. That's pretty much what I'm doing. Like I'm being smart though. Like I'm trying to make good decisions. As best as possible. Um, based on my intuition. And how I feel. And the information that's being presented to me. And I'm trying to sort it out myself. And I'm not trying to declare one way or the other is the right way. I'm just trying to find my way. And I I highly encourage you to find your own way too. Trust yourself. Trust uh, your energies. And, you know, move forward with your life. Because, you know, like I said earlier, we're only here for a finite amount of time. And, you know, the, the harsh reality is we are all going to expire at some point in our lives. We just don't know when. Um and that that opens up like a, a another discussion because you know prior to me recording I sat for 20 to 30 minutes in a deep meditative state and what I what I got from that um let me give you a little context actually first because prior to 
meditating, I was listening to some music by Kanye West, who I love. Kanye West is one of my favorite art- artists. You know, he's he's usually talked about in a lot of different ways. Whether you love him or hate him, he's Kanye. Is Kanye energy, and I was listening to the song Power, which is a beautiful song, an amazing song. It, it just happened to come up on shuffle, and um, at the end, there's a line where he talks about, you know, that would be a beautiful death, you know, or some something along those lines. And just like I, I thought, started thinking about that, I was like, the idea of a beautiful death. I was like, damn. What does that mean? What does that mean? And then I I so happened to sit in silence and meditate. And, you know, when you're in meditation, obviously, you're just with you, yourself, and, and your mind. And, you know, sometimes your mind, at least for me, my mind just veers off in different ways. Um, but in meditation, I allow it to do that. and I And I just try to... I try to like analyze my, not even analyze my thoughts. I try to just observe my thoughts, you know, because analyzing means like I'm kind of picking them apart and like choosing like this is good, this is bad. And like I'm really kind of breaking it down. And that's not really what I do. You know, in meditation, what I typically try to do is observe my thoughts. And during this session of meditation, as I mentioned, I just listened to the song Power by Kanye West. I started to think to myself about that line that he says at the end, beautiful death. And I'm going to connect that now to, you know, doing things that make you feel alive. And the whole understanding that we have a finite amount of time in this physical body, you know, um, in this physical manifestation of who we are on this plane, on this earth. And ultimately, we're going to expire. And that has never been so much more real than in today's time right now where we're seeing people die left and right, you know, loved ones where, you know, the news is reporting constantly of, of people dying left and right. And bringing it back to Kanye West talking about beautiful death, it was like, I, th- I what I think that means is you live a life worth living. You live a life to the fullest. Whatever your truth is, you live it in your highest truth all the time, as much and as often as you can. Being yourself, letting your light shine, whatever that means for you, everybody's different. But if you live in your truth, no matter what people say, whether good, bad, or they're indifferent, if you're living in your truth and you ultimately make it to the end of your life, whenever that is, that would be a beautiful death. That would be a beautiful death. Now, when I also think about that, I also think about the movie The Last Samurai. And if you're familiar with this movie, it's a it's a movie by uh, it's a movie starring Tom Cruise, um, where he 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 gets held captive. You know, he's a he's a prison he's a prisoner of war. And in war, um, he he's he's a part of like the American. He's a part of the American brigade that goes into Japan. That is, 
Yeah, partners up with the Japanese government. I don't know what time this is set in. I want to say in like the 1800s when samurais were still kind of um, prevalent, you know, and 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 um, they were still flourishing in, in the Japanese culture. They were still preserved, and um, at that time, in the what the movie depicts is uh, the American Brigade, which Tom Cruise is a part of. He partners up with the government side of the Japanese culture who is trying to adapt more of the Western civilization ways and, you know, evolve its their people as they see fit. And in doing so, that means cutting off the traditional ways of the samurai, which has led them in the direction that they've been in for so long and it's such a beautiful culture which the movie highlights and i'm gonna jump forward here a little bit if you've seen the movie i, I do apologize for kind of getting long-winded but it's such a great movie because you know i'm gonna fast forward to the battle scene where tom cruise and the government you know they got guns and everything but they get into a battle with the samurais and they get into like a closed, a close like um, closed corner type of like confrontation and battle with um, the samurais, and the samurais end up winning with just nothing but samurai swords. They don't have guns. They don't have nothing. They're just they're just trained to the best of their ability. They train in the way of the samurai. They protect their people. They protect their families. They take care of the earth. They live a natural way. It's, it's beautiful. And um, in the battle, Tom Cruise is one of the left, one of the last soldiers left standing. And it's a crazy scene where he fights off like five samurais. And, you know, they're all trying to kill him. And they just can't, they can't kill him. He has this warrior spirit that just seems undying. And he ends up taking one samurai's life, like who's like, one of the lead samurais, he steps up to the plate. He's like, let me let me kill this guy, right? And Tom Cruise, he's on his back. He's bleeding. He's injured. Like, he looks like he's pretty much dead. And the samurai looks like he's just ready to kind of, like, decapitate him or, you know, take his life and his suffering. And in the very last moment, Tom Cruise sticks a dagger in his throat and kills him. And the lead um samurai of the of the community of the of the pack um sees that and before like all the other samurais try to kill him he stops him he says stop and they end up taking him as their prisoner and rehabilitating him in the country on the countryside where the samurais stay um where they're still preserved where they're still their way of living is still going on and flourishing um and it's 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 such an amazing story because Tom Cruise he starts to man I'll just say I don't even want to talk about the movie no more man because as I'm talking about this like I'm just like this is such a beautiful movie I need to rewatch it again and kind of just like refresh myself with this with this movie but I want to fast forward it because I want to connect it to what I was saying about beautiful death. Tom Cruise, I think his purpose in that movie was to remind 
the samurai that what they're what they're living for and what they're willing to die for is worth protecting and even if you have to die and that's the cost that you have to pay to protect those values to protect that truth to protect that community to protect that energy that spirit of the samurai that even if you have to die that would be a beautiful death if you die in protecting that that was their truth and I think very much about that scene and again if you haven't seen it I'm sorry but do yourself a favor and go see it I think very much often about that scene where you know the lead samurai is just on the on the verge of dying you know that there's bullets like like he's he's almost dead and um if y'all don't know nothing about samurais like um they if they're defeated they'd rather take their own they'd rather take their own life or have somebody that they know and love take their life for them because it's at their at their own power it's under their own you know authority and uh i i think they realize that's a beautiful death and it, it's deep it really is deep like when you think about it and um <laughs> who would have thought that like me just coming on here thinking i was going to talk about reinventing myself and this and that i was going to be talking about living life worth living living a life worth living and dying a beautiful death and i think that's what reinventing yourself is is just understanding that like you're not capped you don't have to be what people think you should be or even what you think you should be you know based on what other people are saying you can be what you want to be and being you is enough and being you can mean so many different things you can if you want to go act you know do some acting go do some acting you know what I'm saying? If you want to go play the piano, go play the piano. If you want to go sing, you want to go dance, whatever it does to make you happy. And if you can somehow find a way to make a living off that shit, man, even better. But whatever it is that you do, live in your truth. And when you learn what your truth is, which is your purpose, which is your mission, which is your reason for being, then... I don't think you can do any wrong, even if people find offense in the way you live your life. As long as you're not like physically hurting nobody, in my opinion, as long as you're not physically hurting nobody, like reinvent yourself as many times as you want and live a life worth living. And when you reinvent yourself, don't be afraid to start from scratch because you're not really starting from scratch. You're starting from experience. You're 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 bringing valuable experiences that have shaped your life up until that point you choose to reinvent yourself and it's so cool to think about that like what we're capable of you know also something before i kind of wrap up this episode i kind of wanted to talk about was um you know something that i came across during my meditations as well i've realized more and more as i've kind of gone further within myself that there is this like infinite supply of creativity, imagination, energy, spirit 
And that's what it is. That's that's my spirit. I'm starting to understand more and more just how powerful that thing is. And for so long, I've been trying to, you know, um, I guess, like, keep it quiet in, in, you know, in hopes of not offending other people or, you know, in, in, in fear of what other people were going to think of me. And I still am learning how to kind of, like, unleash that within myself you know what i'm saying because it 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 can really it can really bring about whatever you want in your life whatever you desire in your life you really can you can have that if it's possible for one person it's possible for you too you just have to be willing to do whatever it takes to get it and you know i find more often than not that as i meditate on stuff and as i kind of go like I mentioned, further within myself, I discover so many different things, so many different ideas. You know, I, I discover my inner child. I discover a power within myself that you have within yourself as well. That everybody that is alive and breathing right now, walking, talking, moving around, if you are present in this world, you have access to that. And... The further you go within yourself, you will start to recognize how to access it more and more, how to use it to your advantages, how to use it to reinvent yourself, how to use it to live a life worth living, and how to use it to ultimately live a life that leads to a beautiful death. And on that note, I think that's the perfect way to wrap things up for this episode. Um, I'm just so excited. You know, I'm really excited about what's to come, what's already happening. I'm so thankful for the experiences that I've had. I'm so thankful for the blessings that I already have, that I've always had, the protection that I've always had, the love that I've always had. And, you know... The power of gratitude is real. You know, that's, I guess that's an even better way to end things off, y'all. You know, um, you hear a lot of buzzwords in today's life, right? With people talking about this, talking about that. And, you know, there's just a lot to filter out over there. But I think that when listening to others and looking for direction and guidance, even for me in this podcast... I think that what you should do more is listen to yourself and try to trust yourself more. Listen to your intuition. Build it up. Trust yourself. Try to make the best decisions as possible for yourself. And whenever you lose your way, get still and the answers will come to you. Go within yourself. Free yourself from distractions and pull pull out what's in you and the answers will unfold. The answers will present themselves to you. So, <laughs> again, with that being said, um, thank y'all for tuning in for another episode of the Blessed Beyond Measure podcast. I got a lot of cool things coming up, y'all. Um, I'm going to be going to Seattle for... 
the next few weeks um, to help my, my one of my brothers out with a work project. And um, when I get back, I'm going to get back to work with the Golden State Warriors. And I'm really, really excited about that. So um, I'm just really thankful. I got a lot of other cool things coming up. This podcast is is starting to take off a little bit more and more every day. Um, you might see me doing some other things that you you never thought like I would even do. You know what I'm saying? So stay tuned. That's all I can say. If you if you fucking with me now, stay fucking with me because um, I got a lot of other stuff cooking up and and the best is yet to come. All right, y'all. Take care and stay blessed. Peace. Thank you.